The U.S. House Committee investigating the insurrection of January 6th at the U.S. Capitol holding its second day of public hearings is happening uh, earlier today got underway. Now, the committee heard testimony from several witnesses, including political experts, who all said to a person, everyone told this committee said it was clear that President Biden had won the 2020 election and that former President Donald Trump's claims of fraud were not factual. Now, some of this testimony included a video of some recorded depositions from witnesses, a couple of key ones, including Jared Kushner, who, of course, is Trump's Donald Trump's son-in-law and former Attorney General William Barr. Now, Trump's campaign manager, everybody was uh, waiting for this uh, testimony earlier today. He was supposed to testify today, but did not appear at the hearing because his wife is in labor. Instead, the panel showed video of his closed-door interviews previous. Renan Levine is a professor of U.S. politics at the University of Toronto and joins us now for uh, the very latest on this. Uh, Renan, good afternoon. Thank you so much uh, for your time and for joining us. My pleasure. Another interesting day south of the border. Yeah, let's uh, run down some of uh, today's uh, developments. And I want to start with Bill Barr, the uh, former attorney general, uh, calling Trump's claims of a, quote, vote dump in Detroit untrue and election fraud in Philadelphia. He uh, called that, I believe, garbage. Uh, Just uh, how impactful is Bill Barr in his testimony? Well, you know what? I actually think that the more impactful one was Al Schmidt, not to be confused with Mike Schmidt of Philadelphia, the Republican former city commissioner, not the Hall of Fame third baseman. But because this is, you know, William Barr is someone that, of course, is a public figure, well known. Um, People knew that he and Trump were not always uh, aligned. But here we have, you know, just another Republican doing his job. And his job was in Philadelphia, similar to the person that we've seen a lot of in Georgia. His job was to make sure that the vote count was free, fair and above board. And he did that. And in response, what we heard today was all about the horrible attacks on him, the death threats to his family, Uh, all because he stood up for truth. So I think if there's anything that's going to resonate, if people see it, it is daytime on a Monday on a beautiful day. um, I I think actually it would be that testimony that's going to have a big impact, more so than Bill Barr. Um, But it's a long string. The whole day has been people saying, look, we told Trump that this was all specious. He just pressed on. And I think what in many ways was the most damaging was that we heard testimony earlier today about how much money Trump was making by sending out up to 25 emails a day to small donors. Um, One of them, I think, was the main one was um, defend the election fund. There wasn't such a fund. It was uh, what the testimony today said. It was the big lie became the big ripoff. And I'll be I'm interested to see how that will play out, Um, whether people will feel bad that they were treated this way. And I expect a lot of Republicans to be able to start distancing Trump to say, look, we've got a midterm election coming up ahead of us. Almost all the Republican primaries are passed. They're going to be focused on the general election and they're going to focus on what right now is 
a lot of discontent with President Biden and saying, look, we're not going to pay much attention to former President Trump. That is really interesting about the uh, fundraising, uh, if you will, in regards to the uh, quote unquote big lie. And do you think, uh, Renan, that uh, this is part of the uh, the old story? Of course, the old saying is follow the money. Is that uh, where we're headed? Is that where the, that's going? Well, I, I think that the money speaks to motive, right? Um, we know that he's getting information from lots and lots of aides, granted aides that were not other than Bill Barr speaking very publicly at the time about it. But we know these experts, we know these aides were saying, no, there's no evidence that there was fraud. So why was Trump pushing forward? Well, he, Trump is going to claim that he honestly believed, and that's why it doesn't reach this level of criminality. And they're trying to make the case that he should have, and he benefited from willingly being willingly deceitful or keeping his eyes closed in this matter. I want to ask you as well about the uh, videotape testimony of Donald Trump's son-in-law, Jared Kushner. That's certainly, uh, I think, uh, and I hear your point that this is happening in the middle of the day of uh, Monday, but uh, this certainly, um, uh, certainly is going to get a lot of attention if it didn't get it when it uh, aired earlier today, is that uh, Jared Kushner uh, was asked uh, about the big lie, and he said that he opposed Giuliani's uh, post-election activities, and he went uh, on to say that uh, he did push back, but maybe not all that forceful, because people are saying, uh, I guess Kushner said that, I guess, yes, I pushed back, and his uh, advice to uh, the president was, you know, uh, when it comes to Giuliani's strategy, that uh, that would basically not be the approach I would take if I was you. What do you make of these revelations by the son-in-law, Jared Kushner? I, you know, I, I think it's Ivanka, his wife, um, and the testimony that came forward on Thursday night on the first day of these hearings uh, that is clearly on these lines. Um, and I think that's the one that's more damning. Uh, you know, of course, Kushner... I mean, he owes everything to his father-in-law. Um, Ivanka was the one, of course, who was super close to Donald Trump. Um, that, you know, there's a reason why she was tapped to come into the White House with him. And, uh, you know, Ivanka said much the same thing. I, I don't know to what extent it's going to make a difference, though. You know, Fox News is hardly covering it. But I think where it's going to make a difference is that it's going to enable some of these Republican candidates who've now gotten through Republican primaries and now they're going to be able to say, look, you know, we're going to move forward and they're going to use the Kushner. They're going to use the Ivanka, the Bill Barr testimony to basically say, look, we're just going to be focused on what needs to happen in the future um, and try to ignore best they can uh, accusations that they're not being strong enough. Right. The Democrats are already like this isn't like, oh, my goodness, like, look what's going on. The Democrats already believe this. So the. It really comes down to independents and Republicans. And I think, if anything, it's Republicans in the, who are not big Trumpers, and even those who, out of necessity, are Trumpers, um, trying to distance in order to be able to win in November. Just finally, uh, where do you think all of this is uh, heading? Uh, the committee, uh, you know, trying to get to the uh, truth here. But is there a uh, possibility that we could see uh, with further evidence maybe coming to light? Is there enough evidence, do you think, uh, that will be uncovered that perhaps former President Donald Trump uh, could be indicted here? You know, I may be biased, but and I'm certainly not a lawyer. So maybe one of your next guests or one of your callers would be able to say what they think. Um it's a curious question. I mean, some of this evidence, right? I mean, it sort of begs the question, if it is so clear, why isn't there an indictment? So I'm sitting here watching this and saying, wow, like, 
you know, he's raising money off of this lie. All of his aides are saying, oh, yes, yes, yes. We told him that this is a lie. There's nothing here. Um, This just looks bad from a criminal standpoint. So either the Department of Justice doesn't feel that way, that doesn't think that the evidence is quite that strong, uh, or, you know, or they're waiting for these hearings. They're waiting to see whether uh, the public response will tolerate what would be a very big deal, which is the indictment of a former president of the United States for conduct that was conducted while he was president. And let's remember, he was already impeached once over this. So, uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of constitutional questions that would come up if they do try to bring an indictment. All right. As you mentioned off the top, another interesting day. Uh, Renan Levine, professor of U.S. politics at the University of Toronto. Appreciate your time and thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. My pleasure. Bye-bye. Take care. And we're back after break here on the Jeff MacArthur Show. Stay with us. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. <laughs> and Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.